Welcome to episode 14 of the Hip Hop Scotland podcast. We've got a legend with us, we've got Miles Better. How are you doing? Hey, I am good, man. I'm good. How are you? I'm all right, I'm all right. Just uh, making a bunch of beats and working the usual. What about you? What have you been up to? Hey, not much. Probably about the same, man. I've made quite yeah. a lot, actually, in the past couple of weeks. I had a little bit of a sort of not making anything for like a month or two and then suddenly just got the urge and then it's been a good like week or two of like heavy production which is good nice one nice um so i if you want to like for people that don't really know who you are do you want to explain a bit about you and like the type of music you make basically yeah um so stage name miles better uh used to be called replicator um all right, I don't know that. As a, as a, as a, that was like 2012 to like 2015 or so. In fact, actually, the name change was pretty recent. Um, but yeah, man, I've been doing it for just, I make hip-hop. Uh, I kind of, I wouldn't pin myself down to any like particular sub-genre. I fuck yeah. with like a lot of types of hip-hop and a lot of different sonics in hip-hop. So yeah. I tend to kind of chuck in a lot of different influences in there. And uh, I don't know what I rap about, man. I, I guess poli- about politics, mostly just sort of social commentary, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I and I perform solo now, but we used to perform with a band called Futurology. Um, yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, man. Uh, well, they are still going, or? Uh, well, we. Are we exclusive? That we may be back in business uh, this year. <laughs> at one point, there's music being worked on, so cool. that that'll be coming out at some point. So is uh, that like cap up with a band, or is that just like completely different? Like, um, so it's funny. We so we started. It, it was just three MCs. It was me, Johnny Cipher, who you might know. Oh, of, right. Yeah, and, yeah, Johnny. Yeah, and uh, another guy called uh, Anise, um, aka Doctor Mindbender. He was for a while, and then I think he changed. He, I think he just raps with his own name now, okay. which I was really funny because we all came up with our rap names together, and then like in like 2017, he was like, "I'm just going to be called Anissa Mad now," and it was like, "Oh, no!" I feel like one of those kids in the playground that's like, "I'm going to be called Raptor." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, we were just three MCs that started it initially, and I was making beats, and then round about like 2015, we got a band together. Uh, and we did like the festival circuit and sort of gigs in Glasgow and Edinburgh and stuff. Um, nice, nice. And then that just kind of fizzled out after a little bit. And then we've basically just been on a little bit of a hiatus, but still kind of making music and like sharing music with each other over the yeah. Over the time. We haven't released anything since maybe like twenty sixteen, I think. Oh, right, um, together, yeah. Because I liked your album. Was it last year? Although year before, I yeah. Liked that one. I listened yeah, to it all day actually. Sorry. It's really different because a lot of the time I feel like a lot of Scottish hip-hop sometimes go, goes down a certain lane and doesn't mm. really go out of it. Um, yeah. Whereas, like, I've been really surprised to find, kind of recently I actually find some emo rappers from Scotland because before that I was, like, aware of, like, none. But I started to kind of dig in and find a few hidden yeah. about uh, because I feel like there's a lot of Scottish hip-hop that obviously is quite, like, old-school vibe. Yeah, um, yeah. But there's more and more, obviously, like a Bem's chef, to mm. we talk about quite a lot. Like, obviously, the last year or two, they're doing really well. So yeah, I, I think it is changing. Well. But um, 
Yeah, man. I, I think it's it's interesting because like when we start, we started in about twenty twelve, late twenty twelve, and um, the first sort of people that we heard were like Stanley Odd, Loki, uh, Louis, and uh, Hector Berserk and that. And yes. like, I think the thing about the scene at that point in time, Dory been going for a while as well, and I, that there, there was like I do think that for a while in Scotland there was very much like a. <laughs> it was like very boom bap focused. Yeah, it was very, I think it very was. focused on that kind of nineties golden era kind of mm-hmm. kind of sound. But I feel like and like I kind of I love boom bap, I really do. Yeah, but sure do. I think after a certain point it's kinda of gets saturated. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. I kinda of, I've I've really loved watching the scene like start to have more grime in it, have more trap in it, just have like a lot more like kind of newer sonics of hip hop taking influence in it, like it's it's yeah. interesting to watch, man, and I really love it. Like, so yeah, yeah, I think the scene's in a really good place now. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's really like I don't think it's ever been in a a better place, but I don't think that it's really like necessarily quality wise. Like, there's mm-hmm. I think there's always been quality, but I think now yeah. it's just like I feel like a lot of the time a lot of Scottish rappers will maybe like, oh, we're not going to go anywhere. But now yeah. there is that ambition where there is yeah, yeah. out there that think like they will succeed. And, yeah, like, man. He, there's no reason why they can't succeed with a Scottish yeah. accent. So yeah, I think it's funny. I think it's, it's super promising as well. I think I think the other thing as well is like my experience in the music industry in Scotland is it's definitely like um, it's a lot. Old. I think when it when it comes to like the power and the money and the influence, like for the past like while. It has, it does have a very like guitar band focused kind of thing. Yeah, and like there hasn't been that much kind of interest in like newer genres and stuff like that. Yeah, but now, yeah, I think that's kind of changing now. I think that the industry started to take notice that there's like a real wellspring of talent here for yeah. this kind of music and stuff. So I do think that you know as we go forward, there's going to be a lot more, a lot more industry support. So I think that was the thing in like boom bap. In like that early era of Scottish hip hop, I think it like resonated with people because boom bap was this very like DIY kind of culture. Like, yeah, it was kind of dirty. It was kind of like quite street. Like, yeah. yeah, you don't have to have these. Like you don't have to. It doesn't have to be like super, super polished or whatever. Yeah, kind of stuff. like it's yeah. But now I think that there's more industry like input. It's you know people are are like striving to make really really high quality products now, which is great. Not that yeah. people weren't. For, you know but it's just that they didn't have the support to do it I think yeah I definitely think you're right I think there's definitely more like kind of PR and just general like media support as well which yeah. is kind of like what you need um, yeah definitely yeah I, gonna, like, we were sorry. saying before just before the podcast started we were yeah. saying like like even you doing this podcast and stuff like that it's like before there didn't seem to be like enough of a because in the US obviously there's a really large like culture of media like around the culture talking about it commenting on it and like it's a central place for people who are interested in the culture to go to and like get you know like get educated about who's good who's popping right now and that kind of stuff whereas in Scotland we haven't really had that before up until now it seems like there's a lot more people trying to make your podcast and stuff like that like media around the whole scene and highlighting like people win it and, and stuff like that, whereas we didn't really have that before, I don't think. Yeah, it was definitely... Anyway. Yeah, there wasn't much, and it was always that like, even that was underground, so even, like, the media was underground. Yeah, Whereas yeah. it wasn't really mainstream media covering it. Mm. Um, like, obviously, hip-hop is now 
and most people know is like the biggest, pretty much the biggest genre right now. So yeah, it's pretty much like become pop and like pop culture yeah. is hip hop, which is. I also insane. think the, the great thing as well is like I think Scottish, like I think the thing is like when there was media attention beforehand. It was from like publications or whatever that weren't familiar with hip hop generally. So there was always this thing of being like, Scotland's answer to Eminem, <laughs> and like I've seen, I've seen like Loki, Louis, everybody get compared to like Eminem, and it's like he's undeniable yeah. will be an influence for people. But like, it was just that thing of like, come on, try harder, man. <laughs> like, it's, there's more rappers than just him. Um, but I think yeah, now exactly. you've got culture, you've got like media that's being curated by like yourself for example somebody who really like 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 likes the culture and knows yeah, about it exactly. like, yeah that knowledge means that there's not this like kind of like heavy-handed branding where it's just like oh it's the scottish m&m you're like come on man think of something else when you like you're reviewing a scottish rapper and say yeah man <laughs> the next step in there. <laughs> i know and i bet shogun like has had a lot of that because i yeah. feel like because of vulcan like that was one of the first ones to break pop culture, like yeah. and Scottish wise, like the first kind of thing to go viral. Yeah, um, and I think that's like, I because I think people don't, you know, you don't begrudge like getting compared to Eminem, but I think it's just that like for publications that didn't know the culture, it's just like a bit of a lazy, like it's just so stereotypical. Ah, I just like, you know what I mean? Because it's like that may be in their influences, but like they're gonna have a a much wider breadth of influence than just him kind of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely, man. I was going to ask you, um, I was going to ask you, like, growing up, what was, like, what did you listen to growing up? Uh, and just, like, what, yeah, what were you into? What were you like, generally? Kind of. Um, so, I'd, my music taste, like, is very much, info. so I'm, like, the youngest of three brothers, and uh, I kind of got waves of, so my dad, like, and my mum, my mum's really into, like, kind of, Motown, they're older folks, so like my mum was really into like Motown and like old soul records and stuff like that. And my dad was really into jazz and like I, I, I hate using this phrase, but world music because that's what we call it, you know. But like kind of that kind of stuff. And then like as I grew up, when I was like 10, I think my favorite album was System of a Down. So like I turned yeah. into a bit of a kind of metalhead for a couple of years. And then um, I also got like my my oldest brother Stephen, he's like, uh, he was sort of a like late teenager in the nineties. So like he was, he brought those kind of influences like Jay Z and Nas and stuff like that. That kind of golden yeah. era culture and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I think the first like album, the first rap album that I bought was the Games documentary, nice. which like <laughs> it's, it's still fire. But um, yeah, man, I think like. Most of most of my musical influence, I think, up until I was like maybe nineteen or so, was like just kind of hand me downs, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I was like that as well because yeah. of my brother. That was he was like seven years older, so like I, I kind of went through basically all the phases you just explained. Yeah, but from different people. So like, yeah, like because I wasn't really into rap until afterwards. Like I was into like the metal and pop, mm. punk and pop and all that first. Yeah, which, same. which is quite weird. I think a, a lot of nineties kids are like that. Like, yeah, obviously new metal. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's it is interesting. But I do, I, you know, there's parallels between those movements. I think, but like, yeah, man, that was like a lot, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that I listened to until I was like old enough 
was was just people was just like my house being filled with records and stuff like that and me just like finding out about all that stuff from yeah from, you know other people having it and stuff aye aye that's like that's a lot of people are like that um so like who was it you said the game was the first rapper that you sort of listened to or was that just the first one you bought i think it was the first cd that i bought i definitely listened to like 90s stuff before that um yeah i but then i think do you know i think I'm telling a wee bit of a lie. I think maybe the first CD I bought was probably like S Club Seven, actually, <laughs> or something like that. But do you know what? I've actually never yeah, bought a CD. The first CD. I was proud to say that I bought was the game's documentary. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel quite bad. I've never bought a CD in my life. Ah, I mean, they're kind of they're pretty redundant now, and they. <laughs> it's like it's funny how tapes are coming back. Oh, we have everything to come mm. back. Tapes, yeah, wait, what? Right. I think the thing is like because when I did um, my sound engineering course like a lot of the lecturers are kind of older guys so they always just obsess over vinyl and like they did they did have justification for it because like yeah vinyls are cool vinyls mastered and stuff like that actually like has a higher fidelity of like sound reproduction than CDs and MP3s are they all really hated hated MP3s because like oh it compresses everything and makes it all this and that but Vinyl's vinyl's expensive though. <laughs> How much is it? Because I've never looked into it, but I always I can imagine it's absolute. I feel like your average vinyl, you're looking at like, I mean, for especially for new stuff, is no. Not I mean, really... like to make one. Sorry, like as in. Oh, I, I don't know. Probably quite a lot. You're probably looking at quite a lot because also like there's not that many, you know, places that will actually produce vinyl for you as well. Like, yeah, I can't imagine there's many. Like, yeah, I think it's probably. It's probably not. It's not a competitive market. Do you know what I mean? You've probably just yeah. got to find the price, and then you've just got to take that price as it is. Like, <laughs> there's no negotiating. For a lot of things like that, probably kind of came in, and like especially in lockdown, where people needed something to do. So, like, mm. a lot of that probably, yeah, probably went up during that time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, talking I, about lockdown, like, how was your lockdown, and did it make? Oh. Your production go up or down? Like I've had a lot of different stories. Yeah, my production definitely got a lot better. Um, because I was so I, I did like an HND in sound production. Oh, cool, cool. Started that two years before. Started in twenty eighteen, maybe. I can't actually remember off the top of my head, but I'd finished that course and then I was about to start uni, and then lockdown happened, and then. Uh, I did like three or four months of uni, like Zoom every day, and I was just like, I can't, I can't do this anymore because it's. <laughs> I'd picked the course because of all the equipment they had at their. their um, what uni was it? It was a. It was I think it's technically the UWS, but it was New College Lanarkshire, so it was the one in Cumbernauld. Oh, right, cool! Uh, yeah, that's where I went actually. Oh, nice! They had like a whole bunch of amazing equipment there. And I went to an open day before lockdown and I was like, yeah, this is the one for me. And then lockdown happened and they're like, we're going to do the course on Zoom. And I was like, you, you can't uh, really no. <laughs> like, yeah. I need to be, you know, in front of our mixing desk and all that. So I, I dropped out, but I kept producing all the way through lockdown. So like, because it was the only thing I think at times it kept me kind of sane. Yeah. You know, it was just something to like lose a lot of time to, like willingly, because there was just so much time in front of you in lockdown it was like god what am I going to do I know like I binge watched telly and I made 
like a ridiculous amount of beats, basically. That's just what I did with my lockdown. So Yeah, I was I, the same, like COVID as well, which was which was grand. Oh, you didn't? No, no I knew that I've kept away from it somehow. I man. Don't really know hey. how. Yeah, no, me me too, man. I've been in some situations where I was like, definitely should have caught COVID. I feel like that would have happened, but I I don't know. Took the vaccines. It's fine. Yeah, I've had yeah. three, so uh, I'm, all, I'm all good. I'm but uh, into a giant Cronenberg monster or anything. So I, no, I, I, I not yet. Maybe with the fourth one. But <laughs> <laughs> no, no. People were saying like, because uh, Bill Gates is like, it was like, uh, or you take the vaccine and suddenly just want to buy a shit ton of Windows products. Hilarious! <laughs> 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 like, oh, there's so many memes, man. It's like the most meme thing in the world. <laughs> Along with Will Smith, which is like probably top two memes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That day I was just flooded with like the internet was just. I, it was gone. amazing. <laughs> it was so funny. And, uh, oh my god! I sort of think it was staged. There's a part of me that still thinks that may have been staged. Just See, as soon it. as I read it, I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." As soon as this, I kind of woke up and I was on Twitter trending, I was like, "Wait, what? Like, what is this?" Then I watched it and I was like, oh, that's fake. And then, like, I watched it a few more times. I was like, actually, holy shit, it might not be. Yeah. Because I've I seen a thing as well that said that, like, the Oscars, like, view, viewing statistics was down, like, year on year for, like, five yeah. years. Yeah. They, they, they agreed that beforehand. <laughs> they were like, we need something spicy. If there's anything to uh, get more people to watch it, it's a, a slap. Now, next year, people are like, what's going to happen this year? I to be fair, yeah, you top it now. I don't know, how, how could they top that? I don't even know. Something crazy, like... Leonardo DiCaprio just streaking or something like that. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, like, I don't know, like, frog splashing something. <laughs> sort of that, even that would probably top it. Something Whoa. like that. Um, but I talked about lockdown, like, I did, that was kind of what got me into hip-hop. Like, I... like not hip-hop, but making beats, I mean, because before yeah. that, I, like, I... It was just something I always wanted to do, and obviously I love tap up. But yeah. I would just like, do you know what? I'd go out there. I was like, I need something because I'm going to go literally insane. Mm, yeah. So it's yeah. funny because everything else, productive lives, well, obviously except from uni, which I finished, but everything else that product productive, I just went down, man. Like I could not. I was getting yeah. up about three the three in the afternoon. Yeah, but the only thing that I done literally was make beats and finish uni. Yeah. That's the only thing I remember. Yeah, bro, that was that was basically what I was on as well. It was just like that was the only thing that I could focus on, I think. Because like cr- I, the thing about making beats sometimes is like you know that whole like flow state thing where it's like once you're just you're you're locked into it and you're tuned into just making the beats like yeah. an hour, two hours, three hours can pass without you even noticing. It's like time travel, man. Yeah, it was a real like godsend for for like facing down that time in lockdown where you can yeah. really do it. See how much I hated lockdown. You like just started making beats though as well, because like the quality of some of your productions is really, really high, man. So I'm like, it's it's mad that you only started like a year ago or something. Yeah, it was about two years ago. But the crazy thing is that as much as I hated lockdown, and as Mm. much as like my mental health was like bad and like everybody Uh, else, I suppose. But like I might never, I would not have been be here right now interviewing you if it wasn't for lockdown. So like, yeah. I would never have started the podcast. I would never have started making beats. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird. Just... Then you've got to find like silver linings in it, I think, and and kind of be like, okay, well, I'm thankful for 
for this happening and stuff like that. It's yeah, it's like, just like kind of yeah, it helps your mental health. I think just thinking of the positives um, and just like yeah, always finding the I suppose the glass half full. Yeah, it's like yeah. just try to find that glass. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about my life, girl, everything sucks I don't care about 
about kind of what your views are like modern rap and where it is right now and then also we'll talk about more about Scottish raps in a minute but yeah just what's your thoughts on the scene right now I don't know man I think it's in a really good place to be honest like obviously you alluded to it earlier is like it's definitely one of if not the most popular genre (laughs) in the the world in terms of music now pretty much Uh, yeah and I think like yeah, I, 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 like me personally. I think the thing is like, I really loved boom bap. I still do. I still yeah. like a big fan of like golden era hip hop and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But the Sonics of modern hip hop, I'm, I'm, I fucking really love it, man. The like, production's insane. Like so yeah. high. Like I, fi- I find like, yeah, I'm, I'm. I think the thing as well is like obviously, you know, original like actual original boom bap made in the 90s and stuff like that is like the technology was a bit more rudimentary you know like there weren't everyone didn't have access to a digital audio workspace and all this sort of stuff so yeah exactly you had to kind of have a bit more kind of knowledge and stuff like that and i also think the thing is it's interesting as well is like (laughs) like there's kind of a i feel like some people could make an argument about the idea that everybody having a door means that there's more like like the sound has become more uniform, you know what I mean? But I don't really. Yeah, with the same samples and the same. Yeah. Yeah, but I also think the thing is like it's just about, you know, like it's about finding. It's about because I'm I'm a huge fan of the Sonics now, but it's it's just about like finding a way to make it just a little bit unique or put your own spin on it. That. Yeah, exactly. Then just yeah, jumping yeah. on the wave or whatever. More noticeable, kind of. So, because for me, like. Uh like when I first got Fruity Loops in like twenty twelve, yeah, I came out of a rock band and I was making like I was making like stuff that was it was we- it was very weird like it was because I didn't really know anything about sampling either so I was just using the DAW to like use my very very rudimentary knowledge of like uh, like playing a wee MIDI keyboard and stuff and making yeah. my beat. 
but they would never it was funny because they never had like a character of like either boom bap or like more modern stuff it was very like yeah very strange and very much itself um i think there's sometimes it's a good thing like when you don't know much about something like yeah. I, that sounds weird but sometimes it means like you're less influenced and i spoke to um, jay super from the super the kryptonite and he was saying that like he never listens to hip-hop except like one day a year <laughs> he, uh, he what sorry he like he only listens to hip-hop like a couple of days a year <laughs> and i'm like i, I could do that but fair like yeah he was like he just doesn't want other influences he wants it to be as authentic as it as it can yeah so, that's kind of interesting i think like for me i think i listen to as much stuff as i possibly can really yeah the same like, because and, and my music taste has changed. Like I, I, as I was saying, we were saying earlier, like I was very much into metal when I was like a teenager and stuff like that. Yeah. But and I still do love like, you know, going back and listening to some classics and stuff like that. But my yeah. music taste is very, very hip hop central now. Yeah. And like I try and listen to as many types of like the new stuff that's coming out. Yeah. And like it's also interesting to watch it morph as well because I think the thing is like people kind of thought that like trap had. Because the thing is, like, trap went from, you know, because I think a lot of people probably don't know about the fact that, like, you know, southern hip hop. It's been there for 90s, yeah. Like, yeah, the 80s, late 80s, 90s, and stuff like that. That's what I know. You like, there's something that. Mm. Yes. Sorry, I was something that really annoys me because people are like, oh, this trap stuff is like this huge. I'm like, trap has been around since the late yeah. 80s. Time or yeah. I've got before, like Tupac even started rapping. <laughs> yeah, man, like quite a long time. But it was just that it was quite localized, obviously, at the start. But the other thing is, it went like from because I remember the other thing is like people, there was a real thing in like 20, like the 2010s where EDM took trap and and kind of like, started, yeah, for, for, for their thing. And then that was like a, a sort of mutation of it. And then it started to kind of make its way into like pop music. Like I've but heard, Harry, like Harry had a grandia or something. Singers with like a trap beat under them yeah. now, and it's like that's so bizarre. Like, but it's interesting because it like, but I think the thing is like people always like view culture at the very moment it's at, and then like. But for me, it's like interesting watching trap like mutate as it becomes pop, and then people get tired of that sound, and they start like really messing around with it, and yeah, it's it's, it's super interesting, man. Yes, it's crazy like seeing that. The question you asked me, but <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember what I asked. But I, um, I like trap. It's one of those things where I think it's always going to have that crowd where I like just hate on it for some reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then again, like I suppose every new genre goes through that phase. But it's crazy to think that trap isn't really new anymore. Like, yeah, it used to be. Like, as for drills, the new version of trap that's. Taken over, but I don't know how long it's going to last. Yeah, I, I, and it's, it's to see. You can see a thing where it's like even UK drill is like that's from Chicago, and people there's probably people who don't even know that, you know. Yeah, like exactly. That. That's where that started, and then it it came to the UK and and it mutated here to become something different as well, you know. Yeah, and so it's, it's funny that you said mutate. I just find that funny because mm. COVID and, and that oh, but, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I just found that funny but, <laughs> um, but yeah I, I think it's like hip hop is interesting in the like it's it's a very international culture now and like 
the locality of where it's made still has a, a big influence, you know what I mean? Like, and I think in Scotland as well, like, people, like, taking that sound and, like, because we were saying earlier, like, the accents as well was, like, people have to find ways to make what, how they sound, how their vocal, because obviously hip-hop's, like, fundamentally, your vocals are a really large part of that. And, like, I really like the way that the accent, like, changes the way that people will move the sonics around and whatever. Like, even I've noticed, like, generally speaking, I think Scottish people have a little bit of a higher register than maybe, like, US artists do. Yeah. I feel like that has a, sm like a, a small but noticeable difference on the way the sonics are and even the way that stuff is mixed and stuff. It's, like, it's interesting. And it's, like, that kind of butterfly effect where it's, like, you, you know, at any point, it's only going to be a really small change. But over time, it's going to it's going to morph and become something yeah. like very distinct and different. So Yeah, I'm hoping yeah. the kind of cadence turns into something more so it's like, so Scotland does develop its own regional sound, which I don't yeah. think has happened yet, but I think it's only a matter of time before we do develop yeah. that. Well, like the only suppose, the only regional sound that I can think of is gas, where yeah. it's like that cadence as you said. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's he's incredibly distinct, like for sure. Six dead cops in a boat store. How my record sold in a thought. Pretty bold, double brass. I protect my neck. My respect is I don't flex. I just build on specs. Tell them, top of the range 2021. Vision tracks on the play, man. I pray I hit that million for the 4K debts paid back to just living, getting facts off the wall like it's Quincy Jones flipping his bricks. Scottish hip hop, like to me, the first thing I think of is uh, word, 
word Shogun and Gasp in the first three, just straight yeah. away. Like, I don't know what, what you think of as the term and what you think of the term. Like, is that good or bad? Hey, I mean... I mean, it is what it is, really, isn't it? It's, it's kind of, like... Because, I mean, I think, I suppose, like, if you think about, like, Grime, for example, like, I'm old enough to to have been aware... I was aware of Grime, like, in its first... Kind of, like... In, in its, like, first... Kind of heyday when you're, like, DWE and BBK and Wiley yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And it's, like, even that Grime from that era sounds different from how Grime sounds now. And it's, mm-hmm. like... I think it's that thing of like there's probably people who begrudge the term Scottish hip hop because they think like it's just you're just chucking the word Scottish in front of that and it's, it doesn't necessarily mean but the thing is like it's it's funny when you watch documentaries about grime there's a lot of grime artists who say like we hated that name like it was a, it was a name that music journalists gave to kind of like new metal yeah like and, all and, the artists say that we don't want to we don't want our music to be associated with like dirt or whatever that's yeah. kind of but then it, you know over time the name becomes associated with a sound and you know becomes like inseparable from it so i think the thing with scottish hip-hop really is like we're just gonna we as a scene we're just gonna need to keep working and keep moving until eventually something so distinct comes out of it that it can't you know it will be replicated somewhere else eventually but like it'll become so distinct here that it will you know music journalists and stuff will ascribe like its own name as a subgenre to it yeah. and then and then we'll have something, you know. But yeah. I don't really mind being typified as Scottish hip hop. I make hip hop and I'm from Scotland, so yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, because like I kind of I ask it quite a lot, and people probably wonder why I ask everybody. But yeah. I just like I think this is just my journalism in me, where I just want to get different people's views on like the same thing. Because something yeah. I've always I've always like wanted to do. So if you're bored of that question, then I <laughs> a lot of people probably will be bored of that question. But no, but you probably get quite interested. <laughs> opinions off it do you know what i mean because yeah I that's why i like doing that because it, like because it's, yeah. it's it's a it's a weird one like it, it does kind of sound like a bit of a placeholder name until until we have something so distinct that it can be called its own thing you know yeah it would be cool if there was like our own name or something but yeah but what do you think like you said you're from hip-hop you're even from hip-hop if you're from scotland and you make hip-hop Mm. Um, is that do you think that's what Scottish hip hop is? Is that what I mean? Yeah, it's it's, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because like, yeah, even hip hop, like I know that there's a thing with like like grime artists want grime to be known as something distinct from hip hop, obviously, and that's understandable. Yeah. I think it's like it's just um, I like because it's a broad church. I think that's the thing as well. Is like when you talk about Scott- hip hop, like yeah, yeah, like it doesn't actually give you an inkling of what like style. like distinct yeah. kind of sound or style is actually associated with, with Scottish hip hop. Because like if you look at like I don't know, like up to standard or twelve fifty, like they there is kind of a distinct sound to it. But I, it's funny as well because I'd say like there are some people as well where it's this thing of like oh they have to have a really, they have to sound like this and they've got to have like a really <laughs> yeah. strong accent. And I don't even agree with that because I actually think that's kind of like, it's a bit exclusionary because there's... It's quite know, unfair on artists. They might not have like a really strong accent or whatever, but that doesn't mean they're not yeah. from Scotland. You know what I mean? Or that their music isn't informed by where they live. So yeah, it's a difficult one. Like, even like guys like, on the East Coast as well, where they don't necessarily have yeah, they, like a broad 
Glasgow accent, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely true. Like, so I, I don't think that 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 for me is not a defining thing. Like, you don't have to sound like you're from Scotland to make Scottish hip hop kind of. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm like. I think it is a thing of like there'll, there'll be a name, there'll be a you know there'll be a name for a genre eventually, but mm-hmm. we just need to keep making like hip hop and hip hop influenced music like until until somebody comes along and goes like this is what it is, and then we can all agree and be like okay cool. Yeah, hopefully like yeah, hopefully we're gonna have somebody that just that blows up because I think mm. it's happening in other areas, so I don't see why. It won't. And there's an artist like doing really amazing right now in Scotland. So yeah, hopefully. I think there's a lot. There is a lot more eyes on it than there has been in the past as well, mm-hmm. for sure. Like even with stuff like the rap game, like I think there is a thing of you know people know now that there are people in Scotland who are making this type of music, and they're not yeah, you know, they're not just them. Um, they're not a caricature. They're really real people making really interesting music. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, man. Um, but I, w- I was going to ask you um, more about kind of your music. Mm. Um, yeah, I suppose, like, have you got any music coming up? And also, kind of explain a bit about your, uh, just your music generally. I know you've already mentioned, but what yeah. kind of styles do you like to kind of use? And do you kind of yeah. use different I mean, genres? I think, I guess, like, up until this point, a lot of like my releases that are online because i haven't really to be honest i haven't really released anything for quite some time the last thing i released was a single and that was last year so it's like i think and i think the thing as well is like my sound has changed probably quite significantly from the last time that i dropped a full-length lp like the last one that i dropped crackle that was um that was very like uh, uh my partner at the time bought me a um what am I saying? A vinyl player. Cool. Nice. Um, I was living at Springburn at the time. I used to go down to the shopping centre and go to the charity shops and go to the vinyl bins that they had, where it was obviously just like somebody's grands passed on and, and they go yeah. and clean out the house and they've just got all these mad, weird vinyls. And you used to <laughs> yeah. get them for like 10p a pop and stuff. So I'd just take them home and just grab samples off them. So that, nice. that album was very, very sample based. Um, okay. Whereas now, like, over the past, like, year or two, like, I've made... Because this is the funny thing as well, was, like, lockdown was really, really good for doing production, as you, as we were saying, like... Because yeah. you just have so much time in front of you, so yeah, I... Yeah, just experiment. Like, making beats and experiment with making beats, but I never wrote. Like, I've, I've only written maybe, like, four or five verses in the past, like, two years or something. Because, like, I just couldn't find, like... That that IOP that I dropped had a few, oh no, not IOP, but like things that I've written, they've, they've just got like all these references to like the lockdown and all that stuff, and I'm like, people don't want to hear about that. Yeah, people you know? are done with it. Are they bored? Yeah. and it's like nothing, nothing else had really happened to me enough for me to be able to sit down and write something that I thought like, you know, from start to finish, this is a clear idea kind of thing. A lot like I just kind of lost a. Because like, you need experiences to be able to rap or be able to yeah, make, like yeah, you produce. need to go outside and like have shit happen to you for you yeah. to like find something like compelling enough to write about. So just well, being in my house, bad or good things like whatever, yeah. just human yeah, experiences. Like, but instead, I was just like staring at the walls, like <laughs> what can I rap about? 
beating him a flat, probably, but it's not that entertaining, <laughs> is it? Like, yeah. so, but like a lot of the a lot of the beats I've made are like now are very, very like um very much like entrenched in the modern sound now. Yeah. And it's not that they don't have like some of them do have samples in it and stuff and there's kinda of some bits that are like maybe a bit more boom bap, but most of it is like very, very modern style production. Yeah. Because I'm really I really just love the way that it sounds now. You know, hip hop generally, I really love the way that the modern sonics are. So yeah, that's just know. what I've kind of been making and what I've been vibing off. So but I do I do have stuff. You know, I've got a like probably like a probably about an album worth of tracks, maybe. Um but I think it's it's also that thing of like dropping stuff has become a bit more like I feel like the market's a bit more saturated now, so it's so dropping. fast as well. Yeah, man, and like I think streaming services have really came into the fore now, so it's like it's and people consume music a bit differently than they have before. Like people have the Discover Weeklies and stuff like that, so it's like single by single rather than people don't really listen to LPs anymore. No, it's kind of dying. And as an artist, you feel kind of conflicted because you're like, I've listened to you know some of my favorite music is like stuff that's in the context of a full lp and it's supposed to be listened to front to back do you know what i mean to get the full like breadth of what the the piece of art like is so i feel like sometimes artists i feel this is probably not you know i'm not unique in this i think most artists probably struggle with the idea of like wanting people to sit down and listen to your full album because like you've worked really hard and because there's themes that all you know interconnect because albums are like that but yeah exactly itself is very much especially in hip-hop like very much focused on like who's got the hottest new single and stuff like that like, so, at the moment yeah it's just yeah. so fast like yeah, just the way culture moves like not even hip-hop just yeah as a whole like everything just and i think that's that that has is probably undeniably had an influence on a lot of people's sound you know because they want they want to make like my music for example i noticed like some of the on that last lp that i made a lot of the tracks are actually like five six minutes long whereas yeah. now a lot of the beats that i make are like barely pushing three minutes yeah you know like it's faster it's more attention grabbing kind of stuff and i don't think that's like oh this has to be shorter and faster and you know but it's just the music that i'm listening to and the, the way the culture's moving has changed the way that i yeah. produce tracks now it's it's, it's interesting though yeah, but, I mean, I do. I'll, I'll have a single out at some point for sure. Yeah, yeah. And we've got our, our our track as well. Oh yeah, actually, we shameless to, plug. Are we trying to promote that? Our track pain, well, well deep, coming soon. <laughs> Watch out for yeah, that. Listen for that. It's some mad bars and there's a wee remix as well. A wee like surprise package ah, yeah. for you that nobody's gonna expect. But yeah, aye, that's sort of going on my. Sort of metal influences as as we were talking about earlier, but yeah, yeah. a wee bit of drum and bass as well mixed in yeah, with. Man. But I think I'm actually really excited for this because I feel like I'm starting to like build my own sound a little bit, like with the sort of I don't know, it's like kind of rocky influenced like hip hop with a bit of pop and a bit of everything, yeah. So. Looking yeah, forward to it, man. But yeah, I'm kind of similar to you, where it was like I kind of really like the new production style. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of cool stuff. 
like even like like doing that with like a production twist or like modern production is yeah. kind of coming in quite a lot with guy like also Chris Elder doing that quite a lot and mm. a lot of other guys that are sort of bringing that back but then yeah. as well yeah I, I do really I, I like the kind of thing where it's like because obviously like re, like actual boom bat produced in the 90s it is all sampled sampled drums that are not like yeah, live know, played, there was no digital in it like at all and i do like coming sometimes coming back to that sound but with you know just entirely digital drum kits and stuff like that yeah, it sounds cool. like this different it just colors it slightly differently makes it sound like more modern but still yeah. it's got that kind of throwback thing to or it. even with just like an 808 underneath like no like not even yeah. hatch just the 808 just to lift it or take, turn it to like a sort of different lane or like a trappy stair or something man like, yeah man i've experimented i don't know if you like that but yeah like, no i, I do. just love sometimes like i don't throw i don't know if you like this but something when i start a beat i don't have something in mind i just sort of get in the zone and mess about and just yeah 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 no i do i do i do experiment a lot i do have like i've got like it's that way as well where you like you produce way above like the amount that you're ever going to actually use kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. I mean? So I put like hundreds and hundreds of like half finished beats where I was clearly just like on a vibe with something and I was like, yeah, this is good. And then I come back to it later and I'm like, this kind of sounds trash, but I can see where I was going with it. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A good test is like you make a beat and then you listen to it the next morning and then you know if it's bad or not. Yeah, quite, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've done that sometimes as well. Where I'm like sleep deprived, and then I wake up in the morning and like check it, and I'm like, "What even is this mess?" I don't even remember it sounding like this. Like, yeah. <laughs> six hours ago, I was vibing out to this, and now uh, I'm like, "Bad." Yeah. <laughs> like, Are you like, like, "What even is this?" Yeah, <laughs> it's just like really strange. I just like not even. I don't even know. It's like the sample just doesn't out a key or something that you yeah. don't even notice, or like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the thing as well. Sometimes, like, if you mix 808s and 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 I'm just doing it in headphones, and then I put it in speakers, and I'm like, oh, that's yeah. that's way like. Well, <laughs> so actually, do you know what? That's a good point. Like, see, 808. That's like a random production question, but like, do you think it should be in key? Like, cause I know a lot of people are always saying 808s are in key, but sometimes I'm like, I kind of like it out of key because I just. Yeah, and something else like people always say you're not meant to. I'm like, you know what? I like it, so I'm just gonna run with it. Yeah, I think you know the thing is like sometimes I'm like you have to learn the rules first to be able to, de- to decide. Them. Yeah, yeah, like if you want to use it. I do get where you're coming from because sometimes I've heard tracks where I'm like that AOA is out of tune, but it sounds fucking great though. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, a lot and of sort of. Think, like, it might yeah. depend. It sort of depends on what the sample is. If you know what I mean, because if the sample's a bit weird. Yeah, yeah and it, you know, it might actually make it sound even better. But if it's like a really musical, if your sample's really, really musical, like an an out of tune, it is going to make it sound really bad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it just depends on the context of what else is in that beat. Sometimes, like, but it's kind of like when he deliberately put something out of key. The difference between that and accidentally doing it like yeah. even yeah. though accidentally you can make some dreams accidentally like yeah. I thought I've been a few weeks where I like accidentally done something that was like amazing yeah like, uh, <laughs> like one day my mate recorded a different button in your door and then you didn't yeah. even notice and suddenly it just sounded amazing you're yeah. like 
Cool. And then she <laughs> recorded like a bit of guitar the other day and I like, I moved it accidentally and it was like, oh shit, it was annoying, trying to put it back. But then I played it and I was like, do you know what? That actually sounds really yeah, cool. It sounds a little, yeah, I've done that before uh, as well. I'm like, oops. I sampled to put it in and then it like knocks it just like a little bit out of time and it some, <laughs> some, somehow sounds better for some reason. Yeah. I, it's yeah, weird, man. like there's some samples where you put in the, like, the BPM and you're like, that doesn't sound right. But then mm-hmm. I, I don't understand that sometimes. Like, it's like there's a magic behind it where even like out of time is what it needs to be for it to work. It's so weird. I don't, I don't understand that. Yeah, man. I think it's, it's also it's also because obviously like DAWs and digital stuff, it's like sometimes they could be doing work in the background that you don't actually know about. Oh, yeah, fair, yeah. Sometimes they'll be retuning things automatically because you've got like a weird thing in your settings that's clicked on and you didn't know. And shit, yeah. it's just like, because they are, DAWs are really complicated and like I think in, in years to come we're going to see that that's like... Simplified. It's, 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 oh, it's like an like instrument in and of itself, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I think DAWs haven't you know in the past they've obviously been pretty rudimentary but now like they're getting pretty complicated and pretty like amazing and i think people who know how to really work in those things it's going to be seen yeah. in the future as like it's an instrument in and of itself yeah so see yeah. i get i get what you mean but i also think that they're gonna simplify as well mm. like it's i don't i i think it's kind of kind of go both ways like i think yeah. it could either go really simple or it could go like like crazy complicated I don't know like it depends on where the sound goes I suppose and yeah like production sort of thing but. I think it also depends on whether you're like because sometimes it's like uh, I don't know it's it's, it's it's also about your musical sensibility I think the, the, mm. the thing about DOS is it just makes so many more like variations possible if you know what I mean like there's just yeah. a wider variety of like, yeah, things that you can you can do in them that it just makes yeah. But I do get the thing where it's like it's if it's all sample based, it can lead to kind of more uniform and more people making yeah. more beats that sound similar. But yeah. I think there's there'll be people who stand out just based on their sensibilities with yeah. music. Do you know what I mean? And whether they kind of go, you know, because like I think there's this thing where when I did my sound production thing, like. There, there are like rules that, that you get taught, but yeah. then like I've listened to artists like after I've done my course and stuff, and I like I think like JPEG Mafia is a really big like influence. He's amazing, man. But like one of the things like I thought when I first heard him was like this guy's t- like he's actually throwing out like a lot like a, quite a few of the rules because like one of the things that I got taught was like uh, your mixing for your vocals has to be really consistent. Yeah, and like it's one of those things where when you're at a university or you're at a, like a higher learning institution or whatever, like they they will tell you these rules and they will like some of them will just be objectively like yeah that's you can't do yeah. that, but then other things it's actually just shaped by how music's been made up until this point. Yeah, so that kind of music. Yeah, yeah, it's like mixing consistently with your vocals actually has a lot to do with like rock music and stuff like that. Whereas yeah. when I heard JPEG Mafia and he's got like. He's got one 16 bar verse, and in that 16 bar verse, he has a bit where his vocal's completely clean, a bit where his vocal's completely reverbed. Like, absolutely yeah. destroyed as well, like yeah. just shredded. It's like bit crushed and distorted, <laughs> and that's one yeah. 16 bar verse. So when I first heard that, I was like, that's amazing. Like, that's somebody knowing 
which rules you can break and which you can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of like Death Grips as well. Yeah. Oh, man, Death Grips are mental. (laughs) (laughs) I can't listen to them over and over, but, like, they are, yeah, they're mad. You need to be that mental to them. I think that you just need to... That mental, it's just anger to frustration. (laughs) Like, that's why I love having their, like, horror as well. I don't actually find the horror. But they're kind of combined, like, metal with like yeah. crap and like that kind of bit crushy production. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just it's sounds really so yeah. But it's quite interesting, like, see the whole production thing, like you said, there's rules. I feel like mm. it's it's kind of helped me be handed at the same time because like I don't have a musical background. Like I never yeah. I've never done music, I've never learned the rules. Like but obviously now I, I know about keys and like that the simple sort of things, but yeah. in a way, I feel like not knowing these rules has helped because, yeah. like, it feels like it's not affecting what, like, it's kind of more authentic because I'm not doing something that somebody else says. As yeah, rules, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, man. I I'm very much in the same boat. Like, I, I can play a guitar and I can like, I can't play piano, but I can use it to sequence stuff in my door. Yeah. I can play drums. I've got a fairly good kind of head for rhythm, but I can't. I can't read music. I can't write music. Yeah, exactly. I know yeah. about keys and stuff like that, but I don't. I don't know anything about how scales work and all this kind of stuff. Like musically, I'm not actually. I, I like I just have like that educated on like yeah, I'm not you know so. the real like the the kind of book smart stuff about music. I don't really know a lot about that. Yeah, but I think that's the great thing about hip hop. Sometimes is like. It does have this kind of punk DIY kind of feel to it, especially like, the new stuff. Yeah, like you don't have to come to it with any kind of pre-existing musical understanding, and you can still make music. That just make a great. decent track. Yeah, you can make a yeah. decent like. I you can. It's easy. Like, well, not easy, but I think you need to have a ear for it. But I think yeah, it's definitely like that kind of hip hop ethos along with punk, yeah. which is kind of accessible, I guess, and that's why it's so authentic. Like. And I think the thing is, like, I've played, I played in bands like before when I was doing rock music and stuff, and like, I've had experience working with other musicians who do know stuff like keys and stuff like yeah. that. And but sometimes those people, for me, actually get get like way too caught up in making something sound the way it's supposed to, like, in regards to the rules of how it works, yeah. and like that actually like stifles the creative spirit of it that's that's supposed to be there in the first place. It's like. Yeah, you know if it sounds because I, you know, I think the other thing is like music and art is subjective. So if it sounds good to you, like you know, it it doesn't matter what it sounds yeah. like to somebody else. You're just gonna have to, you know, if you like it, that's all that really matters. You know? Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of people kind of forget about that. I think that's just yeah. human nature where you want to like what other people like. But I know yeah. that's quite deep, but and not really hip hop related. But <laughs> I feel like human nature generally, people just want to be part of something. And yep. if that means they can not pretend, but if that means they're guided towards something that's got yeah. a certain sound, then yeah. And so, I feel like yeah. you know the history of like music and stuff like that is a is a thing of people who are outsiders coming to it and doing something that somebody else didn't do. That mm-hmm. if they were trying to go along with the trends, they'd be told not to do that. But because they yeah. did it, they changed it, and and suddenly everybody copied that. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's so like it's where... like you've got to have faith in what it is you're doing, and and if you think it's good and you fuck with it, then you've just got to have faith in yourself, and you can't yeah. like, 
you can't think, oh, I've got to be more like this other artist or whatever. You've got to just be like, I believe in what I do and that's it. Exactly. And that's like where obviously hip hop came from because mm. obviously it's like protest and like kind of yeah, against the, the popular sort of thing. Yeah, Same with yeah, exactly. Like I was trying to tell stories that people hadn't, hadn't heard and like yeah. kind of give people a voice. So yeah, definitely, man. That's why I love hip hop and punk. Yeah, yeah pretty much for, probably my two favorite genres like that and like grunge and stuff as well. Yeah. It's what I'm, yeah, protest to... music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Forgot about We've that. just started. So Atlas Works is a quote-unquote record label. It's um, I'm not really clued up on music business. It's not my area of expertise. But given that you know we live in an era of streaming now, like two years ago, me and Glaze Gadelic, who's another artist that I work with, like we made a decision to just kind of make a. Uh... So we got on like DistroKid and then got a label deal. Bought a, nice, bought a label nice. distribution deal and just went okay let's make a record label like it's not incorporated it probably has a whole bunch of things that's not the same as like an actual record label or whatever but um it's really just more about like i think it's this kind of thing like want to band together as like a, a couple of artists and be able to have more power yeah like could i give it back ability to like but um we like I've released music through that and streaming services, and so some uh, one of the the booker from Bar Block uh, in Bath Street got in contact with me and was like, hey, "Do you want to do like a monthly showcase kind of thing?" So first one is on the twenty eighth of this month, um, and it's free entry as well. It's always going to be free entry, which is grand. What you listen to right now, then? Denzel, Denzel, the album is crazy. Uh, Vince Staples is a new album which is fire as well. Like I've not heard it, but I've, I've seen like a few reviews and stuff. But yeah, I'm a big fan of Vince. Like I just think he's fucking. Yeah, I yeah. do like I do really like actually he's good. A uh, new air sweatshirt was really good. Oh, um, that album. Yeah, man, he's really good. Uh, I need to have a look at my my playlist actually. I always forget yeah, names of songs, man. Up you I'm ask me terrible at names of songs. I'm like, do you know that one that goes like that? And yeah. it was like that weird guy. <laughs> that guy from America. What's his name? Hey, who else am I listening to? Injury Reserve are pretty good. Um, see that last album, by the way. It's like yeah. it's like if Pain was ever an album. Yeah. It's it's, it's that. Like I, it's nothing like it's the closest thing that I could like that I've ever heard that speech pain like literally yeah. yeah man it's really really powerful album like I don't have they... any words for that album but yeah. it's just so, so good and a JPEG Mafia wait to see him at the Battlelands I was raging I really want to go but it's not accessible something that <laughs> I'm trying to push forward like hopefully through Hip Hop Scotland I've got a few ideas and some Aye. things but it's really annoying yeah, nah. that's a pain in the ass. Because so not to have accessibility as well. Like it's really irritating. Like there's so many, there's like so many independent venues that are accessible, and they always used to think like that's listed as like yeah. an excuse, and it just really annoys me. They're like one of the biggest venues. Um, yeah. About yeah, they're way too big to not to not have that. Like for sure, they definitely definitely should. And there's hardly any like venues that are actually accessible in Glasgow, which is yeah. That's like you could count on 
one two hands how many When I was like a teenager, when I was like a metalhead, I was one of those people that was really judgmental about other people. Just pretentious, yeah. Yeah, but then I just kind of grew out of that when I was older. I was just kind of like, man, people just like what they like, you know what I mean? And like, if you, if you like, if you like actively spending time and energy hating on something like that's time you could instead be spending like finding an artist that you like and supporting them so i've never understood that like just general social media where people like take time to make like write a sentence out and i'm like why you why put energy into that like why just put out hate and negativity like yeah, because also there's that thing of like there's no bad publicity, so it's like they don't even realise that they're really doing that artist a favour by talking about them, even if it's in a negative light. Like you're still, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like cause people might not have heard that person, and they're like, "Oh, they say he's trash. I'm gonna listen to it. Now. <laughs> see if he's right. I, I'm gonna see how bad this is." It's like you're actually kind of promoting that person, even if you're saying that it's bad. Like, yeah, you're still you're you know fanning the flames of it. So it's like just you know, just like what you like and don't spend energy like hating on something. It seems I feel like there's always like an artist, like a current artist where they're getting it. Like, yeah. yeah. I feel like yeah. Playboy Carty got a lot of that and then that whole sort of hyper-pop thing yeah. got a yeah. lot of hate. Yeah. But and then it's like crazy popping. Yeah. Not like entirely because of that. I thought, I actually like Playboy Carty and I so do, I are. really love hyper-pop as well so I don't really get people's like hate on it but you know, it is what it is. Like. Actually, though, like, see the sort of really high pitch, almost like it's like Avid and Chipmunks, but even higher than that. Yeah, yeah. What's, like, well, a, what's he called? There's like, can't remember his name, man. Have you ever had hundred gecks? Hundred gecks? Oh, is, is it a thousand gecks or something? Hundred thousand gecks? It's a hundreds. It's a thousand. I don't know how many gecks it is, but they <laughs> are of gecks. really, really mental sounding music. You know, it's, it's like that's really, really played up kind of hyper pop sound to it. Yeah, exactly. It's cool. I like yeah, that. I think it's really interesting. It's just so, like, different. Sophie should be mentioned as well because she's amazing as well. Scottish and as well. as well. Yeah. Kendrick as well. Kendrick and Vince Staples. Yeah, right. That was, that was hard beat. It was that's amazing. Insane, man. Yeah, man. People don't, people forget about, like, just the impact, I suppose, of Scottish artists. Like, mm, there's, mm. there's also Scottish producers that almost yeah, like are like at the top, <laughs> pretty much yeah. hip hop, and have yeah. been for for a long time, but nobody really here anyway takes a notice, and I think it's kind of a shame. Yeah, I th- it's, it's, who's that other produc
and he was he's signed to Kanye's label as well. Like exactly, and there's also a guy called Flo that a lot of people don't know about that we talked to recently. Um, and he's going to come on the podcast, but he's a Scottish producer um, from Aberdeen. A lot of good, a lot of good hip hop man from Aberdeen, but he's got like fifty k monthly listeners. That's and nobody, nobody here knows him, so yeah. I can't wait to get him on because he's worked with like a lot of big artists. I don't think he's had the guilty sense. Um, I think I have, but he he produced pretty much a lot of his stuff, and also Lord Apex. I've heard of him. Yeah, he yeah, produced yeah. for Lord Apex and like. That's he's on like half a million monthly, but yeah, so a yeah. lot of people don't know about him. Yeah, it's strange, man. I think there's probably, I, I'm not going to lie, like a, there's probably a thing of like, I can imagine if you were a producer where your stuff is like going global, there's probably, a, you probably got a bit of a chip on your shoulder about the fact that the yeah. industry here like did not support you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I can imagine feeling a bit like kind of yeah. annoyed about that, certainly, that, that there's not a big like framework yeah. for people you're making music that maybe you wouldn't think comes yeah. from Scotland you know because people like I do think that there needs to be a lot more stuff from the industry like like helping folk here mate like get a leg up in the industry and stuff so I can imagine like going global and knowing that like nobody in the industry here helps you just being like yeah. oh, well, fuck it, I won't I won't exactly. really play the fact that I'm from Scotland it's kind but, of like that. I also think that like when people I think something people give say producers or rappers a bad name when they don't work with local artists. Mm. Like they like I think a lot of people are kind of say that as well, but I don't like I don't really see anything wrong with that. Like you, you can work with who you want. Like you shouldn't get yeah. vilified for whoever you want to work with, whether they're Scottish or not. Like Yeah definitely like to me anyway. Yeah, and I think that's definitely the value as well of being a producer. I think it's probably harder if you're just an MC to try and get yeah. like international collabs and stuff like that. But it's, it's it's quite it's definitely like a good avenue for people who are doing production to just like try, you know, branch out out with you know your country and go, okay, like you know where can I, you know, send my beats and where can I get yeah. collabs from like internationally and stuff because it's definitely valuable for sure. Yeah, exactly. Just getting more people to. To kind of hear it like like our track with Lil Deep from Argentina. Like I don't think many from Argentina probably had Scottish rap, and with that track, they probably will now, and they'll probably yeah. know you, and then they'll they'll see your face, and then they'll see other artists like yeah. they'll see Shogun, they'll see Texture, they'll see Cryptic or whatever. Like and then yeah, it's just and then hopefully they go down a rabbit hole, like the YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. So like. I it's definitely like spreading it. And I think mm. that's what we need to do. But who are you listen to here? Um, is there anybody you think we should be watching out for oh. the next kind of while? A, well, give an honorary shout out to the people who I work with. So there's Glaze yeah. Delic, Somnia. Nice. nice. Um, texture is fire. Texture um, is, is so good. I love texture. He's the first kind of guy that I kind of got into. Like what I yeah. went to the kind of local scene. It was Texture, yeah. but yeah. Uh, Tackle, Tackle McNichol. He's amazing. Uh, yeah, of course. Tadjuice, that's uh, good as well. Mark McGee from Jackal Trades. He's really good. Uh, man, there's so many. There's so, so many people. There's a there lot. Is, like, it's, it's wild. And I feel like it's a it's a real Pandora's box because like, the second you start like looking into one artist in Scotland making this kind of music, like you just suddenly find, like, hunters and hunters of folk. Yeah. Like, so, 
But yeah, yeah, a big shout out. This is not pop. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, say, like, like I, I keep up with like stuff like up to standard and um, twelve. Yeah, so they're they're really helping the scene, yeah, especially like up to yeah. Yeah, I found people from from their videos and stuff, just being like, you know, where the fuck did this guy come from? Like they're fucking really good. Um, especially like the freestyles as well, which I've found a lot of artists and through that, yeah, well, which is really really cool. Yeah. It's a lot of good, good stuff. There's a lot of female female MCs and female artists now as well, which I think is great. Like there didn't seem to be as many beforehand. I don't yeah. know if that was just like a barrier from the kind of more boom bap manly scene, maybe, and it's sort of given way for for yeah. more people now, the modern sonics and stuff like that. I really that um Philomena. Yeah, Philomena's good. She was on the podcast not too long ago. Really, really good. Oh shit, that's cool. Yeah. I heard EP really good. Uh, Clarissa's really she's fire yeah the few tracks up to standard was amazing it was like oh what was that there was one song that I like couldn't get out of my head what was it again that was the one that I heard that 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 is a tune that is like that went into my playlist actually that's quality Ridiculous as well Empress is fire as well yeah you can't mention like Scottish hip hop Without impressed to be honest, she's like definitely one of those. Yeah, man. Then obviously, um, uh, just like there's just too many people <laughs> so, here for like an hour, just listing people. I think that's, well, that's, that's a good thing. Well, it showed that we're at a really healthy, yeah, healthy definitely. stage, definitely, man. Definitely we'll, a healthy stage, I think. Well, we'll be talking for quite a while, so I'll wrap it up, but. Yeah, so is there anything, like, one last thing you want to say to anybody before? It's, it's, it's your time. Hey, <laughs> I don't know. Go like Miles Better and follow me on all the streaming services. And uh, check out Atlas Works Block 28th this month. Well, it's yeah. the last Thursday of every month. So, yeah, just come on down if you're wanting to hear some hip-hop and hip hoppy inspired music. And it's free entry as well, which is grand. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Hopefully, I think something like that like a club night because we haven't really had one because mm. I wasn't really listening to hip hop then like Scottish hip hop then but I'm aware like Stag G used to do nights and stuff yeah Butter like, was amazing man. Butter was a really really good night I don't know if he's going to start that up again I hope he does like because it was a really really good night yeah um, there's not really anything like that at the moment so hopefully like with obviously Atlas works that yeah, can get and a bit of regular kind of yeah yeah man and hopefully like now that things are kind of opening up, I think like hopefully there's going to be more kind of monthly hip hop stuff like popping up again. Yeah, definitely. But I thanks a lot, man. Follow you. Go follow Superman on the <laughs> <YouTube. laughs> Cheers. <laughs> yeah, man. Keep eyes peeled for that collab. Oh, aye, we've got that coming out soon. But aye, cheers, man.
I fall so by night he comes to worship in brothels in the unlawful In a rough spell, hoping to touch souls For a short time, telling these bars are worth more than mere measurement I'm trying to employ something more subtle than what these other boys are measuring Swinging like a grandfather clock It's the cattle like a trappy hi-hat when I talk But acting like a too high-brow for a flock Screaming sheeple with these birds' feathers hanging for your jaw, mate I won't ever rest on my laurels I'm hardly hardly never get vexed by your follows Bottle dregs down the neck, rest on the cobbles Back up the road in the morrow just to sit and count my sorrows like
Smash and grab grants for the friends and the fam. Cause this ain't living, man. We need to move past. 